Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode. If you're new, my name is Insop Daniels and I'm here to help guide you through your career and your life. I hope you've been having an excellent day. I never use that word, but it just feels fitting. And I just hope that things are overall going really well for you. If not, and if you are, you know, having a bit of a downer time in your life, know that nothing lasts forever. And it is completely up to you to make your life the way you want to make it, even if it feels a bit difficult at this time, but keep going and, you know, be proud of yourself for taking the step to listen to this episode. If you are trying to find a new job or you are back in the job market, I know that it is not always easy, but that's why there are people like me that share this information for absolutely free to try and help make the process easier for you. So I really hope that these episodes have helped you. If it's your first time, welcome. We have a bunch of you know episodes for you to go through to get more information on how you can take your career and your life to the next level. In today's episode, I am going to share with you 10 resume tips you haven't heard before. So let me know if you have heard any of it, but these ones are pretty unique. And it's, you know, it might be things that you haven't even thought of that you are maybe adding or not adding on your resume. Um, having a well-crafted resume can be the key to getting your foot in the door at any, you know, any company and the company of your dreams. But figuring out how to make your resume fully representative of your experience and also stand out is easier said than done. After all, hiring managers and recruiters generally only spend about seven seconds reading your resume before deciding whether to make a move forward or not. I promise you that is absolutely true. <laughs> you, um, it, seriously, sometimes I even feel bad for the amount of time I don't give resumes. But one can really see whether it's, you know, just something generic um, or if someone had really put effort into it. And there's also, you know, very important, like the way that you structure your resume, the layout. That is a different episode. This one, we're just going to talk about 10 resume tips that you haven't heard before. All right. So the first one is in order to make your resume, you know, stand out, these are the tips that you need to follow. Number one. Only include your address if it works in your favor. So if you're applying to positions in a city or town you already live in, then go ahead and include your address. In this case, it lets the hiring manager know that you are already in the area and could you know, start working right away. But if you're targeting jobs in another area and you'd need to you know, move in order to start working, it's probably a good idea to leave your current address or from your resume. Why? Because sometimes recruiters are less excited to interview candidates from another city or state because there's always like the whole relocation and who's going to pay for it and how long that is going to take. So that might eliminate you from um, them getting to know you and how awesome you know you are and your skills and your energy, etc. Number two, be a name dropper. It may be poor 
a poor form to drop names in everyday life. I certainly don't like it, but you absolutely absolutely should do it on your resume. If you worked with well-known clients or companies, go ahead and include them um, by the name. So something like worked on projects for a specific bank, a specific retailer, specific, you know, depending on the industry that you're applying for, it is so key. I promise you, like, I look for those name drops in CVs because in my industry, it really counts. Number three, utilize your performance reviews. You might not think to look at your annual review for your resume material, but checking out the positive feedback you've received in years past can help you identify your most noteworthy accomplishments and best work attributes. Two things that should definitely be highlighted on your resume, including specific feedback you received and goals you've met can help you avoid needing to use like fluff <laughs> to fill out your work experience so you can use the specific achievements and specific goals that was on your annual reviews that you actually achieved and add them into your resume that will also show that it's like it's tangible things that you can actually speak to like putting facts on your resume basically then number four don't go overboard with keywords so i always say adding keywords all right and many companies and recruiters use keyword scanning software as a tool to narrow the job applicant pool. For this reason, it's important to include keywords from the job description into your resume. Super important. However, don't go overboard. Recruiters can spot keyword stuffing a mile away and don't make your resume just look like a copy and paste of the job description. You should use the job description as a guide to get keywords and to understand exactly what it is that they are looking for um, or the type of person they're looking for in this role, but don't let your resume look like a copy and paste of it. Number five, use common sense email etiquette. <laughs> this one is so funny. Um, you know, there are two types of email addresses that you shouldn't use on your resume or when applying to a job via email. So, People always, so I've done this before. Okay, I haven't applied for a job for a job using my, my work email address, but I have communicated with the new company that I was going to start with, with my work email address. The only reason that I did that was because it was just so easy for me to communicate faster because um, I spend most of my time like looking at my work emails. However, when you are applying for a job, it's probably better to go, to use like your personal email. And then also the second type of email address that you shouldn't use is like those email addresses that you would have created when you were a kid. And <laughs> I literally recently, I saw someone like have that, those like, I can't remember what his email address was. It was something like um, cool stud. 28 at gmail.com, something like that. Um, yeah, it was just, it was weird when I saw it. So stick with something professional based on your name in order to make the best possible impression. If your current email address is like something fun like that, then rather just, you know, make a new email address for your applications. Number six, when it comes to skills, quality, over quantity. There's no need to list skills that most people in the job market have. 
like example microsoft office email end uh, user computing you don't need to add that it can make your cv look like you're just trying to fill space on the page keep your skill section short and only include impactful skills that are relevant to the job you are applying to that's the keywords right there include skills that are relevant to the job that you are applying to all right, number seven, choose to share social accounts strategically, including links to social media accounts and resume is becoming more and more common, but it is important to distinguish between professional accounts like a LinkedIn profile, which you should always keep updated, or an Instagram account you manage for work and non-professional ones, like your personal Twitter or Facebook account. While it may be tempting to include a personal account in order to show recruiters who you are, you're better off only listing accounts that are professionally focused. Save your winning personality for an in-person interview. Then number eight, use your hobbies to your advantage, okay? So not all hobbies deserve a place on your resume, but some do. Hobbies that highlight positive personality qualities or skills that could benefit you on the job or are worth including. For example, like if you run marathons or like in my instance the fact that I like my hobby was making videos about um, it was it was my hobby and like something that I did on the side but the reason why I said it's my hobby is because I really enjoyed it and I really enjoy like helping people I literally do it for fun helping people with their careers and yeah sometimes I do get paid for it but it mostly is because I really enjoy it and me doing that is what landed me in my current role um, that I'm in right now. So yeah, I didn't even need to submit the resume because my hobby kind of spoke for itself. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't always have to be applicable to the job, but if your hobby is something that, you know, might show people like how consistent or determined or motivated you are, then definitely share it. Then number nine, sk skip generic descriptors. Things like hardworking, self-motivated, self-sufficient, proactive, and detail-oriented are all words that, you, words that you'll find on most people's resume. But most job seekers are motivated and hardworking. So these traits don't really set them apart from the rest on the applicant tool. Like things like hardworking, self-motivated, self-sufficient, like, it is great, but these are things that you also need to prove. You need to prove how detail-oriented you are because your perception of it and someone else's might be completely different. So make your, your skills and accomplishment, you know, different to what the average Jack or Jill would have. Number 10, keep an accomplishment journal. Keeping a log of your work accomplishments and positive feedback as they come up can make putting together or updating your resume significantly easier. Include as many details as possible so you don't have to spend time tracking them down later. I promise you like to be able to reference back to the things that you have accomplished. If it's in a journal, it would make life so much easier. Even if you keep it like on a Google Doc somewhere so that you can sign in at any time from your phone or whether you are at work or at home, you can just sign in and write down that accomplishment for the day. 
rather than trying to figure out what have you accomplished in the last five years within your career I promise you like keeping a journal or a notepad with that information will really really help you and you know to share your accomplishments that is just incredible and will make you stand out from the crowd all right I hope that you enjoyed those 10 resume tips if you did please share this on your story tag me message me to let me know that you have listened to this episode it really helps me promote the podcast and of course helps me know what it is that you enjoy listening to and get your most value from i really hope that you enjoyed this episode and i will tune in with you in the next one have an amazing weekend or week bye